Unfolding the eternal excellences, the hidden insights of the truth and the depth of the riches of wisdom and knowledge. The Bible says, I have cleansed thee by the word. I have not pointed to your weaknesses. He says, I have cleansed thee by the word. I have pointed to your strength. And this is your strength, that I am Christ in you, the hope of glory. The glory of freedom, the glimpses into eternity. The gospel is not supposed to be an assumption. It's not supposed to be just a mere presupposition. Truth is older than language, but the word of God is way deeper than any human language. And now, Apostle Grace with the word. Father, we give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We give you all the praise. We extol you, God. Somebody raise your hands and worship the Holy Spirit. Welcome the Holy Spirit and His presence here.
worship God. Worship Him as He is. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence, my God. Ooh. 
Tell him, God, you're worthy.
for your local chairman. Clap. Oh God. Tonight, God is going to do wonderful things. <laughs> uh, don't get me wrong, I'm not encouraging you in the Lord. I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you what is going to happen. Praise God. I'm not what? Encouraging you. I'm just simply stating the truth of what is going to happen tonight. Hallelujah. Tonight your life is never going to be the same again. Hallelujah. It cannot be the same again. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 11 verses 12. If you're there, you say, Amen. Matthew 11 verses 12. Are we there? Are we there? Okay. The Bible says, And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. The next verse says, For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. Wow. For all the prophets, the Bible says, and the law prophesied until John. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. It I mean that from that day on there were no more prophets. Hallelujah. It only means that in that right, they could only go as far as John the Baptist. Somebody say amen. amen. Say it again. Amen. Praise the Lord. Today I'm going to share a very complicated sermon in the mind, but very simple in the spirit. <laughs> in other words, if your mind does not understand, don't be deceived. Your spirit what? Understands. Hallelujah. Because understanding is of the spirit. It's not of the mind. The mind receives information. Spirits receive revelation. Somebody say amen. And I'm fully persuaded that your spirit tonight understands. Tell your neighbor, my spirit tonight understands. Tell them again. Tell them tonight, my spirit understands. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. In the scriptures, many ministers, many men and women of God are spoken of in judges, prophets, teachers, and, and all these kinds of things in the history of the church. But if you go in the New Testament dispensation, we have men, wonderful men and women of God who have left marks of the spirit. Marks of, your spirit, of the spirit. Tell your neighbor, marks of the spirit. Tell him again, marks of the spirit. But there are two distinctive ministers that I want to talk about today and I'll tell you deliberately why I want to share about these ministers. And that is Moses and Elijah. The Bible tells us that at the Mount of Transfiguration one time Jesus tells his disciples to pray, to tarry in prayer. And then he goes on the mountain. Hallelujah. And as they were at the mountain, the Bible tells us, 
They saw Jesus. Praise the Lord. Okay, let's read now Mark 9 2. And after six days, Jesus taketh with him Peter, James, and John, and leadeth them up into the high mountain apart from themselves, and he was transfigured before them. Uh -huh. And his raiment became shining, exceeding white as snow, so as no fuller on earth can whiten them. And there appeared, the Bible says, there appeared uh -huh, Elias, which is Elijah, with Moses, and they were talking with Jesus. And the next verse says, And Peter answered and said unto Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here, and let us make three tabernacles, one for thee, one for Moses, and one for Elias. Now, I want you to understand. Okay, probably let's finish the story. For he what? wished not what to say, for they were so afraid. They were so afraid. They were so afraid. Praise the Lord. And there was a cloud that what? that overshadowed them and a voice came out of that cloud saying, this is my beloved son, hear him. This is my beloved son, hear him. This is my beloved son, hear him. Now let me first reverse this a bit. James, John and Peter are called by our master to go up to pray. As he is praying, he is apart from them, right? And they see him transfiguring before them. When they see him transfiguring before them, they were afraid. And the Bible says his raiment became shining exceeding white as snow as no fuller on earth can whiten them. Praise the Lord. And there appeared unto them Elias with Moses and they were talking with Jesus. Now this is the amazing thing about Peter. The next verse in Peter, Peter says, Peter answered and said, Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here and let us make three tabernacles. One for thee, one for Moses and one for Elias. In other words, when, when they saw Elijah, they knew that he was Elijah. Are you hearing me? When they saw Moses, they knew that it was Moses. Because these are men they have not seen in the flesh. These are men that were spoken of in the stories olden, right? So you and I would be asking ourselves, how then do we identify who Moses is? How do we then identify who Elijah is? And Peter did not say, let us build a temple for one of your friends and then the other friend also said that all of you can dwell with us. No, they were clear. He said, let us build for thee, one for Moses and one for Elias. In other words, by the spirit, they could feel it that this was Elijah. Elijah. And by the spirit, they could feel it that this was Moses. Spiritual beings have a very distinct definition that cannot be confused. It's like for anybody in this room, if you have ever had a visitation of Jesus Christ, I can tell you something amazing about it. When Jesus appears to you, you know it is Jesus. You know. If someone says, I saw a man, he was shining, chances are that he might have seen another thing. You know, the Bible says even the devil is transformed as the angel of light. When a man sees Jesus, you know that it is Jesus. There is something about Jesus that goes beyond just the name. It comes in the nature of him, the Christ. When you see the Christ, you know that it is him. Hallelujah. Because glorified bodies carry a, a very distinct identity. Celestial beings carry a very distinct identity. So it was not mathematics. It, it was not nuclear physics for Peter to know that this was Elijah and this was Moses. So he says, can I build a temple for you? A tent for Moses. A tent for you and a tent for Elijah. Praise the Lord. And immediately, 
the Bible says the next verse, for he wished not what to say. That means he didn't have any words to say, right? For they were so afraid because he was very afraid. And the next verse says, and there was a cloud that overshadowed them and a voice came out of the cloud saying, this is my beloved son, hear him. Praise the Lord. This is my beloved son, hear him. This is my beloved son, hear him. Hallelujah. Now I'm going deep. This is where some people are going to say, but I, I didn't understand most of the things. Don't worry. Hallelujah. Your spirit is what? Even me, I was like you. Hallelujah. Elijah and Moses have a very distinct ministry in the experiences of what they represent. Elijah particularly representing the class of the prophetic. Moses particularly representing the class of the law. So Elijah represents Elijah represents the prophets and Moses represents the law. And there are many things about Moses and Elijah that point to the person of Jesus Christ. Many things. Many things. Many things. Hallelujah. Elijah did not die to go to heaven, did he? The same experience with Melchizedek. In that order, the same experience with the Christ after the death and resurrection. The Bible says he was lifted up in heaven and they saw him go. They have many likenesses in relationship to the person of Jesus Christ. Are we together, child of God? Now, for example, when you look at Moses, some of you attended last week, I remember telling you, that when he was explaining the disciples about the Christ, the Bible says, and beginning at Moses, he began to what? To expound unto them the what? The things concerning him. He had to begin at, one, two, three, let's go. Uh -huh. And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, the Bible says he expounded unto them in all scriptures the things concerning himself. They began from Moses. They began from Moses. So there was a lot about Moses that was revealed about Moses and Elijah that pointed at the coming of Jesus Christ and his earthly ministry. Now, let me make a very uh, serious statement. There are things in the scriptures that cannot be backed up by other scriptures. Are you hearing me? The reality of those things holds in balance to seek approval for men who seek to assess facts based on what they read in scripture but can never find those facts because the ministry of Jesus Christ is not factual. It is true. I want to get... Let me give you an example. Peter gives a story one time. He was praying, seeking the Lord. And I think he went to God with a hard question. He asked God a question. These guys who died in the days of Noah because of their disobedience, what happened to them? God gets his spirit 
he back takes him are you hearing me to carry a particular experience of vision and when peter comes from that experience he says that there were souls and spirits that died in the days of noah and he says and these souls were imprisoned and the bible says and he went and descended in the, into hell the bible says and preached unto them the gospel hallelujah begin from verses 19 he says by which he also went and preached unto the spirits in prison which sometime were disobedient once in the long sufferings of god Sorry, once the long sufferings of God waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was preparing, where in a few, that is, eight souls were saved. Hallelujah. He, he went to those souls that died in the days of Noah. He went down and preached unto them. But if you go back to the Old Testament, there is no biblical account of Jesus descending in the Hades to preach to the spirits that were in prison. Are you hearing me? Because there was no physical representation of the Christ except in the forms by which he came as a rock in the order of Melchizedek as that cloud and fire. He had not come in the flesh. When Jesus dies and resurrects, right? When he goes in hell, makes a public spectacle of them all triumphing over all of them and, 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 and the Bible says and having all power. In that experience, there's a time where he is in hell and then he realizes that there were spirits that were imprisoned in the days of Noah. And these people were imprisoned because they had disobeyed God. And he said, okay, why don't I go and preach to them? Jesus went and preached to all those souls. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't know a man who can refuse God when he's in hell. <laughs> I don't know whether I'm making sense. But if you go back to the Old Testament... You're not going to find an account explaining or giving or backing up that truth. But it was eternal. And God found it worthy to be written in the scriptures and put on record that they which read later like you and I in 2017 should know that the mysteries of Christ go even beyond the borders of what we read in black and white. And there are people in this world who ask God such questions because they desire distinctive answers. Tell your neighbor, ask God some questions. Ask God some questions. Hallelujah. Isn't he the one who said that pray unto me and I shall show thee great and unsearchable things? There are things in God you can never search out except the spirit of God reveals them to you. That's the reality of things. Now, likened to the experience is the experience I want to give you, for example, the man Moses. The Bible tells us in Deuteronomy 34, right? The last, all of us actually know that Moses wrote the book of Deuteronomy. There are truths in that Pentateuch that are undeniable because you hear himself narrating to the children of Israel this covenant. In fact, if you are a deep reader of the Bible, I mean, when I mean deep reader, I'm not talking of going to the Bible to read it until you get a job or get a husband or a car. I'm not talking at that level. I'm talking of people who are really thirsty for the word. If you are a deep reader, 
you realize that one time the Lord showed me that the book of Deuteronomy is the book of second things. Now I'll explain that. If you want to understand the second dimension, if it's not revealed to you in the gospel of Luke, in the first two, three chapters, you can understand the second dimension in the ministry of Deuteronomy, the book of Deuteronomy. That is why some people describe or define the book of Deuteronomy as the second law. Some people call it the second law because the instruction was to copy, right? But if you also look through deeper, you realize that when Moses spoke in Deuteronomy, he was addressing the second generation of the children of Israel, of Israel, sorry, from the time they had left Egypt into the wilderness. Out together. He was addressing the second generation. Some or a big number of the first generation had died. And that is why he re-established the experience of the covenant with them. He reaffirmed the covenant God made with the children of Israel. Because he was dealing with the second generation, the second things. If you want to study more, like I said, and want to understand the second dimension of the spirit, Deuteronomy can help you understand the second dimension of the spirit. Because every dimension of the spirit defines the degree of deliverance. It defines the degree of deliverance. Tell your neighbor it defines the degree of deliverance. Okay, for your, for, your, for, your, for, your, for your homework, there are four kinds of deliverances or there are four levels of deliverances. And each of those four levels has a place of ministry. Am I clear? There are four kinds of deliverance. And each of those levels of deliverance has a place of ministry. When you look at the children of Israel coming from Egypt, crossing the Red Sea into the wilderness. That was one form of deliverance. Are we together? That's one form of deliverance. It's like salvation. Right? It's like salvation. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. The form of deliverance in this instance was they were coming out from the captivity and bondage of Pharaoh into the freedom of being a people. But that did not mean that because they were liberated from Pharaoh, they were free. They were not free. And I'll explain that. A time comes where God starts to give them manna. And the scriptures tell us manna falls from heaven. And they enjoy heavenly food. But you're dealing with people who for so long have been under captivity, have produced children under captivity have had grandchildren under captivity that they don't even know the price of being a nation. That they're in the middle of God is transitioning them from the rule of Pharaoh into being a nation and they eat manna every day, which they don't dig for, which they don't cook, which they don't even wait water for from heaven to come and, and shower the ground for it to grow. The Bible says they were fed with manna every day. But the scriptures tell us that at one particular point they had mixed multitudes too in there. And they were always studying many things. And one of those things in the story, the scriptures tell us one day they are saying, we want to go back to Egypt. Are you hearing? Because we miss the cucumber. We miss the melons. We miss the leeks and the onions. 
Are you hearing me? He said, now listen, listen to that definition. We remember the fish which we did eat in Egypt freely. Manna was not worked for. Are you hearing me? But they had a, when a, when a man dwells in bondage for so long, even in the place of bondage, he can define a freedom. They can find freedom in their bondage. There is a man right now who thinks it's freedom to eat food. He's at that level. He can eat meat and belch, and then say, Ah, Mokama, you're a provider. You understand? Not, not that it's wrong to eat food. Are you hearing me? But the Bible says he giveth rain and food to even the heathen. Even those who don't know him eat food. If you go to Europe, it's not a miracle to have food. Am I, am I clear? So, some people also have degrees. Degrees of freedom in their bondage. They were enslaved for so long until they did not know how to be a people. That this man goes, he has to send plagues. Pharaoh has to fight them. God separates waters and they cross. But when they reach into this land and then they see dry ground, they say, we want to go back. And saints, in this real life, they are in age 2017. They are Christians like that. They would rather go back in the freedoms of Egypt. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? And there are also people who minister only to such people. They minister to people between Egypt and wilderness. They can't take men to pray. They, they minister to people between Egypt and wilderness. It's always Ojakuvayo, 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 then Nebavayo, then Nebadayo, Ojakuvayo. Because they miss Chukamba, they come back, Ojakuvayo, then they go back, then they come back, Ojakuvayo, Ojakuvayo. So they're always like this. Ten years, salvation. Egypt, wilderness. Twenty years, Egypt, wilderness. Thirty years, Egypt, wilderness. Forty years, Egypt, wilderness. Fifty years, Egypt, wilderness. Sixty years, Egypt, wilderness. They don't even have a clue of what it means to be free. Because even in their Egypt, they are free. When they enter the wilderness, they are free. And they have a spirit of delay. Persia. The Bible tells us that if you look at the story from the Red Sea to the promised land, it was a 12-day journey. But they took 40 years in a place they could have traveled for 12 days. Such people do in 60 years what another man does in one day. What another man does in one day. And they are comfortable in that freedom. Because God then convinces them, okay, understand, it's a miracle to even be free enough to be a nation. Thank God for that at least. Okay, when they get used to being a nation, they camp around Mount Seir. Of the 40 years they spent in the wilderness, they spent 38 years on the Mount of Seir. 38. That was the inheritance of Edom. Esau. The children of Jacob and Israel had already forgotten who they were. They didn't go to Egypt as slaves. 
They went to Egypt because they had an anointing on Joseph. Are you hearing? But the children of Jacob now come back. Israel, of whom the Lord loves. And they camp around Mount Seir, the inheritance of Esau. And they cannot leave the inheritance of Esau. Even on Mount Seir, it's not them who made up their minds to leave. No. God came to them and told them, you have tarried on this mountain for so long. Move! Because even Seir became freedom. Do you understand what I'm saying? Even Mount Seir became freedom. Some people were free to be at Seir. They're in another man's land. They're not quite anymore in Egypt. They're trying to become a nation. But they are okay becoming a nation under the rulership of another. If this other can tolerate them. Because they are coming from a harder place of being ruled. Now they can, they can be fine if you tolerate them. God doesn't want them to be in lands where they are tolerated. God doesn't want them to be in lands where they are ruled. God wants them to be in lands where they rule. But they are comfortable in the wilderness. They are comfortable. Now, there are people who understand what I'm saying. And there are people who don't even have a clue about what I'm talking about. Past Egypt. Somalia. Don't worry, even us there was a time. So, now listen to me. Now, Egypt to wilderness. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. That is one distinction of deliverance. And there are people who can spend 20 years in the church Egypt. every time they're coming out of Egypt. Do you understand what I'm saying? And the Bible says he took them not through the way of the Philistines. The Bible says seeing their hearts that they were afraid, that they would fear. That because of fear, the Bible says they would turn back to Egypt. In other words, there are people God can't give shortcuts in the things of the spirit. Because if he leads them certain places in the spirit realm, they'll get so afraid. And that fear will not cause them to come out of those places. No, it will cause them to go to Egypt. Read it. This is Moses speaking. He says, and it came to pass when Pharaoh had let the people go, that God let them not. God let them not through the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was nearer, 12 days journey. For God said, lest peradventure the people repent when they see war and they return to Egypt. They had a spirit of fear. There are things you can never do when you fear. If, if you must leave, Certain places, if listen, shortcuts are for men who are bold. Boldness comes when ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boldness comes and gives men shortcuts. You quickening is for bold spirits, it's not for everybody. Quickening spirits are for people who are bold. People who are ready to say, God, I'm closing my eyes, I know the next step is open, but I'm walking. That boldness brings things quicker. Tell your neighbor that boldness brings things quicker. Tell him one more time. Tell him that boldness brings things quicker. It does. It does. It does. It does. That is why if a man is still in the dispensation of fear, that man has not yet understood what it means to live in the promised land. He's still in the wilderness. 
He's a believer, yes. He's out of Egypt, but he's still in the wilderness. That's a place. That's a place. That's a place. Hallelujah. So there are people who can never minister past the wilderness and who can never be ministered to past the wilderness. There are some people who live all their lives in salvation in the wilderness. Now, I also must tell you that every child of God must have a wilderness experience, but it's only for a while. Peter went, I mean, Paul went to Arabia, but it was only for a while because he was suffering without camp, but it's only for a while. But many people stay in the wilderness all their lives. They feed on manna. Have you been around people who address the same spirit every time? Then you ask yourself, but what is this thing you're trying to kill that can never die? We break, we break, we break, we break, we break by fire, by force. We break. 10 years, we break. 20 years, we break. 30 years, we break. We break. 40 years, even their voices start to die. We break, we break, we break, we break. By the time they're 50, we break, we break, we break. 60, 70. Then they die. And they say, the kingdom of God suffereth violence and the violent take it by force. <laughs> Tell anybody they're not talking about me. <laughs> Sometimes I see people breaking demons. Every year you're breaking. Every year you're breaking. Paul is praying for the church that the eyes of their understanding being flooded with light, they might know what is the hope of their calling and what is the glorious riches of the inheritance of the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of power that is at work within them the same that he wrote when he raised Christ from the dead. They are not looking at that. Their eyes are not illuminated. The amplified calls, give me the amplified. The amplified calls it that, that, that surpassing greatness. He says, having the eyes of your heart flooded with light so that you can know and understand and understand the demons of your uncle. The demonic things that attack your family. No, when the eyes of your understanding are flooded with light, he says, you can know and understand what is the hope which he has called you and how rich is his glorious inheritance in the saints. He's set apart and he says, and so that you can know and understand what is, what is that? The immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing greatness of power in us and for us who believe. It's not in you only. It's for you. The power in you is immeasurable. The power in you is unlimited. The power in you is surpassing all greatness. Hey! And he's saying that their eyes will be flooded with light. That they will know this. Because when they sit in churches, they're teaching them generational curses. The curse of your cousin, which refused you to get married. Listen, up to now I cast out devils. Possessed people, I still do. I chase witchcraft in every meeting. And I'm going to do it after here. But it's not supposed to be forever. How many demons are they going to chase off you? Every time, every time. Why don't you fall under the power of the Holy Ghost and see angelics? Go and walk with the angels. Hallelujah. And then, and then examine, examine 
where, where, where the, 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 the souls that the spirits that were killed in the days of Noah are says that you have something to say but for every time you're seeing the generational curse of your uncle the thing your auntie put in the food the thing your cousin brother put in the cup time comes when a man must be free Tell your neighbor, time comes when a man must be free. When finally, enough is enough. You tell the devil, no. You've chased for so long. Now it's my turn. Tell your neighbor, now it's my turn. Say it again, say now. It's my turn. Hallelujah. 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 People are taking back things the devil steals them. Then they take back. Then they, but there is a man in Psalms who says, For thou maintainest my lot. Hey! For you, you're still in the first dimension of deliverance. They're taking from you. Then you take back. And they take from you. You even write songs. I went to the enemy's camp. And I took back what the store from me. And I tell your neighbor the Lord is the portion of my inheritance and of my cup and he says the Lord maintains my lot I'm not among them the devil can rob of not me and your mobile phone is stolen. No, it's going to come back seven times. Why? Because he maintains your lot. So, apostle, supposing I, 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 I chucked the man which I'm, who I was supposed to marry and then I'm here and then the real man which I was supposed to marry, I chucked him and then he refused. Will I ever get a husband? You think yours can go? woman, not your husband. Supposing my job was taken, they don't take our jobs. They don't take our children. They don't take our wives and husbands. The Bible says none of your children shall be snatched from under you. He says you shall not build a house and another sleeps in. You will not plant a vineyard and another man eats thereof. He says what you plant you will eat what you build, you'll sleep in. Thus said the Lord. Tell your neighbor that's my inheritance. That is my story. You built a company, and another madman took it. You build a house and another mad person takes it. Give me the message of that. Next verse. Yeah, begin from verse, the, the first verse. That's what the message says. Write it, you love it. Verse 20. No more babies dying in the cradle. 
Tell your neighbor, babies won't die in the cradle. I'm not losing my children. Tell your neighbor, I'm not losing my children. And he says, oh, all people who don't enjoy a full life. That means you are enjoying a full life. Tell your neighbor, tell him I'm still alive. He says 100 birthdays will be considered normal. <laughs> hey, tell your neighbor they are talking about me. 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 somebody car accidents are far from me disease is far from me in the name of Jesus early deaths are far from me in the name of Jesus I will live long next verse he says they will build houses and do what and die no the moment you build your house what do you do God will give you even the life to move in he says they will plant field and eat what they grow that means you are not going to sweat for nothing at your workplace you will be paid the equal sum in fact now I speak by reason of the anointing but if there's anybody who is cheated in this house, you're being paid less than what you work for. In the name of Jesus, I turn the tables for you to start earning more than you work for. Give the Lord a mighty hand clap of praise. I believe it. That's the difference. I believe it. He says, no more building a house that some household outsider takes over. No more planting fields that some enemy confiscates. He says, for my people will be as long lived as trees. My chosen ones will have satisfaction in their work. You will be satisfied. You will be satisfied. What does the next verse say? They won't work and have nothing to come for it to, to have of it people who work and they don't see anything he says you will not work and have nothing to come out of it you will work and see that indeed I've worked he says they won't have children snatched out from under them for they themselves are plantings blessed by God with their children and grandchildren likewise God Yes. Next verse. Before they call. Oh. Oh way. Before they call. Before they call. Before they ask. Before they ask. Before they finish speaking. Hey! 
high. Give somebody a high five and tell them they're talking about me. They're talking about me. They're talking about me. I can't feed on this thing and stand level. It's not excitement. It is truth. I wish some of you know what it means too. For God to hear you before you call. Some people will be like this. Huh? You watch. Thank you. Thank you. Somebody say amen. amen. That is my portion. In the name of Jesus. Why don't we trust God? Why don't we just take him at his word? Just to know. That thus saith the Lord. Just know it. Receive it in your spirit. Lambano it. Take it. And say from today. Even before I start asking. Things will start coming my way. Things will start coming my way. Because I'm the planting of the Lord. I'm the planting of the Lord. Then there's another man testifying. There's a man saying that. He's saying we prayed for 30 years. And God finally had us. We prayed for this land. We won the court case after 50 years of court battles. There's another man saying, before I even asked, <laughs> the case was done. Before I even asked, the pain had gone. Before I even asked, they gave me a phone call that the deal was through. Before I even went on my knees, the contract was signed in the name of Jesus. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. This is the sure word of prophecy. God cannot lie. God cannot lie. The difference between you and the person right now who is gone at home with it is they have chosen to believe it. They have gotten it in their spirit. Hallelujah. You may be seated. So, First level of deliverance, Egypt to wilderness. Second level of deliverance is wilderness to promised land. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Wilderness to what? To promised land. That is into the third dimension. Praise the Lord. Now, the fourth dimension is from the land of promise to the promise. <laughs> whoa, wait. Whoa, wait. Whoa, wait. What does Hebrew say? Hebrew says, and all these having obtained promises, 
received not the promise. Hallelujah. And all these having obtained promises, received not in the, pro the, the promise. There are people in the wilderness who saw these promises. The Bible says they died. These died in faith. There are even some who died in faith, not having received promises, but having seen them from afar and were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on us. Yes, that's another level. But you see, towards the end there, he says, and all these having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. Yet the Bible says they obtained promises. Praise the Lord. Begin from 35. Uh-huh. Verse 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, and God having this. Okay, let's, let's go back before. Yes. He says, and all these having obtained a good report through faith, right? If the Bible says that they received a good report through faith, that means they obtained promises, right? There are some versions that actually use the word obtain promises. I don't remember which version. But the Bible says, but they received not the promise. And the next verse says, God having provided something better for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. That's now from the promised land to the promise. Hallelujah. And that's the infill of the Holy Spirit. That's the third form of deliverance. Are you hearing me? When a man gets filled by the Holy Ghost, power comes on them. They start demonstrating power. They start doing things. And the fourth dispensation of deliverance is what Paul says in Scripture. And he says, herein we groan. He says, herein we groan. That immortality might be swallowed up of life. He says, here in, in that this tabernacle we do groan, being burdened, not for that we would be clothed, but clothed upon that mortality might be swallowed up out of life. I don't know that some of you understand what I'm saying. See, it's one thing to receive the Holy Spirit. It's another when you transition from just the infill of the Holy Spirit and mortality is swallowed up of life. That means you stop being just a normal Christian who has power. You enter a certain life where you die. Paul says, I'm dead, yet I live. Yet not I, but Christ in me. For the life that I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Every man must have those experiences. There are many people who are born again, but have not experienced immortality swallowed up of life. When men enter that zone, they'll pass through walls because it will be no difference. They'll take on terrestrial and celestial forms anytime. But that is too far for some people who are still believing God for rent. <laughs> Let's go back to Egypt <laughs> and wilderness. Tell your neighbor, you know, in the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus Christ. And at every dispensation, dispensation of these deliverances, amazingly, there are waters. <laughs> I don't know that you understand what I'm saying. 
You didn't get it, did you? When they were crossing Egypt into the wilderness, there was a Red Sea. When they were crossing the wilderness into the promised land, Canaan, there was the Jordan Sea. Do you understand what I'm saying? When a man is receiving the Holy Spirit, it's called baptism. <laughs> because there are water experiences at every level. That's what the devil tries to copy. Hallelujah. Jesus says that I have cleansed thee by the water of the word. Every dispensation has a cleansing. It has a cleansing. Tell your neighbor it has a cleansing. It has a cleansing. It has a cleansing. Every level has a cleansing. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Every level has a cleansing. Now, is, is, now for those of you who are Bible readers, do you realize that the, when we get into the dispensation of the New Testament, these two characters come back in a certain spirit? John the Baptist, the Bible says, comes back in the spirit of Elijah. And as prophesied in the time of Moses, that another servant shall come in the very order and likeness of Moses. Who is that? Jesus Christ. The law was by Moses, grace and truth came by Christ. Christ becomes the continuation of the Mosaic ministration and now establishes another law. Elijah comes in the very spirit. I mean, he come, his spirit comes in the form into John the Baptist. And then you realize that Elijah too had to part Jordan. Before he was taken up. Then you realize that the Christ is baptized in. Because they, they, they don't want to begin from, from the Red Sea. These, these are not people coming from Egypt. They are past the wilderness. They are past the life of salvation. Oh, it's supposed to introduce you past the... You're supposed to begin from here. Stand ye therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ has set us free. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Galatians 5. Give me the New Living Translation of that. He says, so Christ has truly set us free. Now, make sure you stay free. Today we are telling people, get delivered. <laughs> are you understanding? We are telling people, get delivered. Paul is telling the church in Galatians, make sure you stay free and don't get tied up again in slavery to the law. Don't enslave yourself again. You're free. Because the biggest bondage is the law. The law. That's why in the chapters before three, Galatians three, he says, oh foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? That you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ has been evidently set forth crucified among you. Next verse. Give me the, the amplified. He says, this only. Now listen. Let me ask you this one question. Did you receive the Holy Spirit as a result of obeying the law and doing its works? Or was it by hearing the message of the gospel and believing it? Some of you think that God wants you to add on other things. No. He's telling you simply receive the message and believe it. Don't add on anything. The things will work themselves out. I, I know. Me, I have to add on. Your righteousness is filthy rags. There is nothing you can ever add on on the work of Christ. It is too perfect for your addition. Too perfect. Are you hearing me, child of God? So he says, was it from observing a law of rituals 
or from a message of faith. Next verse. Are you so foolish and so senseless and so silly having begun your new life when they just become born again spiritually with the Holy Spirit the moment they became born again by the Holy Spirit they start now reaching perfection by dependence on the flesh. What is dependence on the flesh? They start thinking that now they are going to be perfect by what they do. Yet when you came to salvation you did nothing. What did you do to become saved? You only believed. That's as you have received Jesus, the Bible says, walk ye in him. He says, and this I say, least any man should beguile you with enticing words. He said, let me say, you, uh, the, the way you received Jesus, the way you, how did you receive him? You came as you were. Do you remember that you had to first wash yourself? To say, now let me cleanse myself because I'm going to the king. No. He says, as ye have therefore received Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. If you didn't come in salvation by works, you're not going to maintain your salvation by works. He is the author and the finisher of your faith. He that began a good work in you shall see to accomplishment to the day of Christ. He is the beginning and he is the end. You're not anywhere. In the beginning equation, the middle or the end. You're not anywhere. Christ the beginning and the end. I told people this is why I now got heaven. Because I didn't start it. Did you start salvation? If you didn't start it, he that began. No. They cannot come except the Lord draw them. They can't. Even that place where you thought you're the one who decided to become born again. There was a spirit of God pulling you to salvation. He was getting you like this. Say, come, come. You can never work out your salvation. You can never work out. You can never work out. Now, if you can't work out salvation, you cannot work out a stay in salvation. There is nothing you can ever do to stay saved. It's not there. Only believing. Only believing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he's asking them. Huh? He says, having begun your new life spiritually. Now, I want to show you what bondage is. I want to show you what bondage is. Because many people have a wrong definition of what it means to be bound. Hey, this brother fell from grace. This sister fell from grace. What is the biblical definition of falling from grace? The Bible is very clear. If you seek to be justified under the law, you're fallen from grace. That is, that is the scripture. Falling from grace is sinning. Oh, this brother fell from grace. This brother fell from grace. He says, Christ is become of no effect unto you. Whosoever or you are justified by the law, ye are fallen from grace. That's how a man can fall from grace. Not what he does, no. But seeking a justification by the law falls you off grace. That's the only way you can fall from grace. If a man stayed in grace, regardless, he can't fall from grace. No man in grace, truly established in grace, can fall from grace. He can misapprehend. Even in his fall, he stays a just man. The Bible says a just man falls. He didn't say the, the just man becomes wicked and falls. No, he says a just man falls seven times and seven times he rises. But he stays just. Because you're not the one who makes him just. It's not what he does that makes him just. It's what Jesus does that makes him just. 
But many people want to rob of Jesus' power and glory and they want to take it so that they think, eh, fifaba muyamboyo, singate yalife, teyande badenamolokole, oh, you know. Praise God. It just man falleth. He didn't say just man becomes unrighteous. And he says, but the wicked, he puts a difference between the falling just man and the wicked man. Even if a man is standing, Nainga, he's wicked, he stayed wicked. What do you want him to be? <laughs> you want to subject him to your grace. The end of your grace, you make it the end of his grace. Hallelujah. So he tells them in Galatians 3, who, having begun your new life with the Holy Spirit, are you now reaching perfection by dependence on the flesh? Give me the message Bible of that verse particularly. Are you going to continue this craziness? For only crazy people would think that they could complete, listen, their own, by their own efforts, what was begun by God. That is powerful. Only a crazy person can think. Only a crazy person can think that they can complete by his own efforts what God began. If you weren't smart enough or strong enough to begin it, how do you suppose you could perfect it? How? You are not strong enough to perfect it, right? So, how do you think you're strong enough to sustain it? Do you understand what I'm saying? That same power that got you born again will keep you until the end. You remember that verse? Was grace that told my heart to fear. Who taught him? Did he teach himself? And grace, my fears really how precious. When did it appear? They are I The moment you believe grace came upon you, it taught you to fear God. It taught you and relieved you of the fear of the devil. How did it come? The moment you believed. You started to fear and honor God. You started to fear and honor God. So you cannot walk in sin because that grace, that grace causes you to honor God. It causes you to fear him. But it also causes and relieves you, sorry, from the fear of the devil. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. It was that grace. That is the grace he says will lead you home. That is the grace that will lead you home, not your ability. I told people, the moment you look in, in heaven and don't see me, fear. Fear. Because you're in another place. And to be sure that you're in heaven, first look for Apostle Grace. I'll be near Paul and Peter. I won't be far. <laughs> <laughs> I 
We talked about it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, he asks them, it's only a madman who thinks that they can complete by their own efforts. You know why people don't get born again? It is because they think when we call people for salvation, we are calling them to works. No, salvation is calling you to faith. Salvation is calling you to tell you, you can't. There is a power above you that can. Accept him, he will work through you. That is why you come as you are. Weary and heavy laden. What does he do? He gives you rest. So let's finish the Galatians things. And next verse. He says, did you go through this whole painful learning process for nothing? It is not yet a total loss, but it certainly will be if you keep up this legal thing. Hallelujah. He says, answer this question. Does God who lavishly provides you with his own presence? Listen, listen. This is key. Does God who lavishly provides you with his presence, his Holy Spirit, working things in your lives you could never do for yourself? Does it do these things because of your strenuous moral striving or because you trust him to do them in you? Give me the amplified of that. Probably you'll understand it better. He says, then, does he who supplies you with his marvelous Holy Spirit and works powerfully and miraculously among you do so on the grounds of your doing what the Lord demands or because of your believing and adhering to and trusting and relying on the message that you had? God doesn't do miracles in your life because you obeyed the law. God does miracles in your life because you believed the message. Well, God is going to do miracles in his life because he fasted. You fast. We fast. We fast. But we don't fast for God to do miracles. We fast for God to break our flesh. To subject our flesh to the spirit. But we don't fast to get miracles. We don't fast for answers. We don't fast for wonders. We don't fast for healing. We don't fast for all that stuff. No. We fast to put our body subject he says, I beat my flesh into subjection. This by means when I preach to others, I myself should be cast away. That's why we fast. We don't pray because we lack. We pray because we believe what is already given. That is why when a man understands that they've been given everything that pertains to life and godliness, when a man understands that they've given, been given everything that pertains to life and godliness, blessed with every spiritual blessing, the heavenly presence in Christ Jesus, that man prays differently. You don't go to God saying, God come from up there, appear, appear God come. No, no, no. You speak to him as a God who is come. That is why he says when men go to him, he says firstly, come to him. The Bible says they that come to him must know that he is. And number two, and the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. He is the rewarder. He is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. That means you can't diligently seek God and fail. The Bible says he never called Jacob to seek him in vain. Some people see you in Fanero. They say, you're wasting your time. Mama, mama, let them watch. Let them watch. Let them watch. They'll realize that you're not wasting time in the presence of Almighty God. Hallelujah. That was the problem with, the right, with, with them. Now Elijah appears. Moses appears and Jesus is talking with them. Peter, the church, says, okay, let's put tents of Elijah and Moses. He tells them, no. They disappear immediately. He says, this is my son. Hear him. Hear him. 
Hebrews chapter 1 verse 1 begins of how God spake in diverse manners and ways. At sundry times, he spake in diverse manners and in times passed unto the fathers by the prophets. And the Bible says, and has in these last days spoken unto us by his son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, by whom also are made all the worlds. Now he speaks by Jesus. Now he speaks by Jesus. Now he speaks by Jesus. Romans 3.21. He says, and now the righteousness of God without the law has been manifested and being witnessed by the law, Moses and the prophets. Romans 3.21 was the vision Peter had on the mountain. So, Elijah, prophet, Moses, the law, were witnessing the righteousness of God. So when Paul says that it has been manifested, being witnessed, the manifestation of the righteousness of God is Jesus Christ. That is why at the mountain he transfigures. He transfigures. He transfigures. He transfigures. Now if Moses had a glory, Moses in Deuteronomy, like I told you, he had a glory. He had, by the way, Moses had a glory. His face would shine. And the Bible says they would not be able to behold him. That's how shining Moses was. That was who he was in God. Moses was too ranked in the spirit. Are you hearing me? Now, <laughs> do you realize Deuteronomy 34, even though Deuteronomy is written by Moses, Deuteronomy, Moses didn't write Deuteronomy 34. Another guy comes and writes it. I have looked through all commentaries. I failed to find the guy who wrote Deuteronomy 34. And when I failed to see him, I realized I stumbled on a mystery. Because you see, the Bible says this is after he had, you know, smitten the rock three times and God tells him you're going to die here. He says, and Moses went up the plains of Moab and to the mountain of Nebo to the top of Pishkar, that is over against Jericho. And the Lord showed him all the land of Gilead and Dan. Who was there? If he went alone. Who was there? It was a man who picked this in the spirit. Now the next verse says, And Naphtali and the land of Ephraim and Manasseh and all the land of Judah and to the utmost sea. And the south and the plain valley of Jericho and the city of palm trees and, Zo and to Zohar. And the Lord said unto him, This is the land which I swear unto Abraham and to Isaac and unto Jacob, saying, I will give it unto thy seed. I have caused thee to see it with thine eyes, but now thou shalt not go thither. And the story is very clear. Moses was up that mountain alone. Yet he's not the one who wrote that piece. So the man who wrote that piece, how did he see? The next verse says, And Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in the land of Moab, according to the word of the Lord. And the Bible says, And he buried him in a valley in the land of Moab, over against Bethpore, and no man knoweth of his sepulchre unto this day. So no man actually knows where the man was buried, but the writer tells us that the man's body was buried. Jude stumbles in the spirit. He's walking in chapter 1, verse 9. He says, wait, 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 wait. That body was not buried like the man says. No, I saw Satan and the archangel fighting over that body. This is Jude. He says, yet, 
Michael, the archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, dust, and to bring against him a railing accusation, but said, the Lord rebuked thee. Now, this is the sign. Jude read Deuteronomy. It didn't make sense. He asked. See, there was no guy there. So how would he have known that you're buried? That means men after his death went to find his body and they did not find it. So maybe Moses didn't really die like we think he died. Because if he died, there'll be a sepulcher, there'll be a body. Where is his body? God carries him in the spirit. He takes him. He sees Moses. And, and listen, I, I, I hate saying that I've seen this because many of you will misunderstand me. So let me follow Jude so you understand. Jude sees Moses seated. I see like Moses is seated on a rock and God tells him, I'm going to transition you through eternity. You're not going to die like normal men. You'll need a sepulchre and a bearing of body. I'm going to transition you through eternity like normal men. I mean, unlike normal men. I'm going to transition you through. I'm just going to carry you through like this, right? But the way I'm going to do it, I'm just going to carry out your spirit and your body will stay. The moment God carries out the spirit of Moses and takes it to heaven, Moses sees a fresh body that is not dead. And he says, the devil, he sees a fresh body that is not dead. And he says, I think I better feel this. Because this guy, if I come back in that body again and I come down, I can tell them that's not where the promised land is. Follow me, it is this side. Now, when, when, listen, the devil does not fight for dead bodies. The devil does not fight for dead bodies. Demons don't dwell in dead bodies. Demons dwell in living bodies. That means that the man's soul left the body and the body stayed fresh. And the devil said, now I want this. Because if I can put in my own spirit, he can walk with this living body. The archangel comes and says him, no. Access denied. They start fighting. But the archangel doesn't know whether this is the same body that should return back to dust. So he tells Satan, the Lord rebukes thee. This is what happens. God comes and tells Satan, I'm carrying that body too. He takes it. <laughs> you might not believe me, but I saw this like in a movie. You don't need to believe me. You don't need to believe me. I said you don't need to believe me. But I saw this like in a movie. Now I understood why Satan fought for the body. It was still living. Yet the man's soul had left. And God says, even through that one, I'm not speaking. I'm speaking through Jesus Christ. That is why when you quote Deuteronomy, he says the righteousness of faith speaks this way. And then he quotes Deuteronomy. This is Paul. Because when you read Deuteronomy, you can understand the person of Jesus. That's why when he's explaining, he begins at Moses. But the end of this all is to tell them that there's a righteousness of God and that is Jesus. And that righteousness of God is without the law, but it is witnessed both by Elijah and Moses. Moses is not an enemy of the Christ. Elijah is not an enemy of the Christ. Religious people are. Because some stay at Moses, some stay at Elijah. And then they skip who comes with grace and truth. What am I trying to tell you? The righteousness of God. I was sharing somewhere about the Holy Spirit. And I told them this week. 
I'll share sharing somewhere. And I told him that the Holy Spirit, the righteousness of God, is the middle entity that connects the thought action to do by choice in a man's spirit and the leading of the Holy Spirit that what appears in the lives of men as choice is actually the leading of the Holy Spirit because the spirit is quicker than choice and the middle entity is called the righteousness of God that is the righteousness by which we do miracles that is the righteousness by which we do signs that is the righteousness by which we do wonders that is the righteousness by which we cast out devils that is the righteousness by which we cleanse lepers that is the righteousness by which we do all these things if you don't understand that righteousness you can go for deliverance services for 20 years you'll never be free but if you know the truth the truth will make you free hallelujah Hallelujah. Now, before I finish, we have about five or six minutes here. There is somebody here. You've, I want to pray for a certain group of people. If you're here, and um, I saw someone who, they check, you check your body sometimes, and there are small things there like cuts. You didn't cut yourself but you have small little slices on your body and they look like you were cut with a razor but you didn't cut yourself. Come. There's also another one. You've been thinking so much to cut yourself. Sometimes when you get annoyed, you want to cut yourself. Come. Or, if you have ever cut yourself and you've gotten the feeling again, come. I'm starting to pray for people now. Now, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Miracles are going to happen tonight. Tonight. Miracles are going to happen. God is going to restore somebody. Now, wait a minute. Who of you has, has those cuts? You have them? Put up your hands. Those of you who have your cuts. Okay. Now, put up straight. I want to show you something. Those of you who have cuts on your body, if you come from a family, your near immediate family is Roman Catholic. Put down your hands. Put down your hands. If the near family, your near family is Roman Catholic, put down your hands. Put down your hands. If your near family is, is Roman Catholic. Alright. Now, if your near family is Roman Catholic and you have, have those cuts, put up them. Put up your hands. You, you put down. Put up straight. Your near family is, 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 is Roman Catholic. Put up straight. Straight. Don't put here. Put up straight. Okay. Now, do you realize there are more? 
Do you realize that people from the Roman Catholic family are more? Huh? That spirit attacks people mostly from the Roman Catholic. People who come from the Roman Catholic family. It's called stigmata. At 3 p.m. I saw people cut. Eh? And the Lord told me that I'm going to deliver those people. Hallelujah. And some of you sometimes you also have been feeling like you want to cut yourself. Or have even cut yourself before. There's somebody you even have a scar on your right hand. One time you cut yourself. God is going to deliver you now. Now. Raise your hands in the heavens. Are you ready? I feel the power of God here. I feel the power of God here. Some people cut themselves and then they get to a level and just commit suicide. Some of them, they even kill themselves. Right now in the name of Jesus. Go, your spirit. Go, 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 go in the name of Jesus. We cast you right now from the roots. I command you to lose this child. I command you to lose this woman right now. Go in the name of Jesus Christ. And never should you come back again. We decree deliverance right now. We bring, bring that lady right here. This one. Come, 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 come. The Lord is delivering you right now in the name of Jesus. We command that spirit to lose you. Go in the name of Jesus Christ. And never should you come back again. We rebuke and bind and destroy every spirit that has been causing you to wanting to cut yourself. That spirit that has been cutting your body without your knowledge. We cast it right now from the root. We command it to lose right now. Go, 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 go in the name of Jesus. Go, 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 go in the name of Jesus. 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 Never should you return again in the name of Jesus. Somebody give the Lord a mighty hand of praise. It's done. Go back and sit. I'm praying for another group of people. It's done. There's somebody here, you've been having a very bad, your headache. There's a lady, you've been having a very bad headache. And that headache was, it hits you until you feel like you even start to get confused. And you are bordering to madness. Wherever you are, you don't need to come. Right now in the name of Jesus Christ. God is delivering you right now. In fact, that person... You've been feeling like you're running mad sometimes. It confuses you to a place where you feel like you're losing your mind. But right now in the name of Jesus Christ, God is delivering you right now by the power of the Holy Spirit. Start to receive your healing now. Receive your healing now. Receive your healing now. Receive your healing now. Now, I want people with swellings, fibroids, I want you to put your hands right now on your stomach. If the doctor ever told you that you have fibroids, 
or you have funny growths in your stomach or any growth anywhere, touch any growth anywhere. God is going to start delivering you. God is going to cut out any abnormal growth in the name of Jesus. What's wrong with that? Yes? Yes? Eh? She's the, head, the, the lady of the headache. Okay, give me your hand. Lose her. Lose her. Lose her. Lose her. Right now in the name of Jesus, anybody with an abnormal growth, in about 15 seconds from now, it's going to disappear. And I want you to check yourself. I rebuke every abnormal growth, fibroids, swellings in the armpits, swellings in the breasts, swellings on hands, swellings on any other parts of the body. Right now, I curse you in the name of Jesus. I speak healing right now in the name of Jesus. From the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, God is healing you. If you felt something disappear, any swelling anywhere in your body, come quickly and testify. I see somebody is getting healed right now. Check yourself. Check yourself. Check yourself. Check yourself. Check yourself. Check yourself. Check your armpits. Check your breasts. Check your stomach. If you came with a swelling, I want you to check yourself right now. And if you feel the pain, go put up your hands. I want you to come and testify. Check your, any swelling you came with on your hand. Come quickly, quickly, come. Come. Come quickly. Come quickly. I have five minutes to go. I feel swellings are disappearing. I feel swellings are disappearing. Come quickly and testify. I feel swellings are disappearing. Get me microphones. There is somebody you came with a swelling in your ear. I want you to check that ear right now. I feel like it's popping. It's disappearing. In the name of Jesus. Testify. Tell us. Yes, praise God. I came with a pain in my breast. Um, was there a swelling? Yeah, the, like some, like it was kind of a swelling. How long has it been? No, like a week. A week now. Yeah. It's gone? Yeah, and I don't feel that pain now. Somebody clap for Jesus. Next. Praise God. Praise the Lord. I had a, I had a swelling in the nose. Eh? It, was, it was bad. Very bad. But as we were preaching. How long has it, be, has it been there? It was here for like two days. Yeah. It, was, it was so bad and irritating. But and irritating. You now your nose is clear like it has yeah, never been clear. there. Somebody so clap good. for Jesus. God is healing the sick. Praise God. Uh-huh. I had a lump in my breast. How long has it been? It has been there for over four years. Four years? Yes. Wow. And, now it's and it just disappeared? Yes, they told me that it can cause cancer, but I was like, no, I want to go for an operation. You were supposed to go for an operation. Yes, I was going. To, I was supposed to go for an operation. Now we are checking; it's not there. Somebody clap for Jesus. Next. Praise Lord. Had a swelling in the stomach for almost six years. You've been feeling it in your stomach. Yeah. Now, when you pressed, there is nothing. It's not there. Come. Put up your hands. Power the Holy Ghost. That's an attack. Testify. Praise Jesus. I had a swelling on my neck. I even took photos last month and sent them. You to have the photos? Yes, I sent them to Jean. This one has gone. The one on the foot is still there. But the one here has gone. It's not there 
It's not there. Yeah. How long has it been there? Like uh, three months. I sent photos to Jean. Does Jean have back those photos? Sometime back and told her when I testify, you should have evidence. Wow. <laughs> Come. Come. Give me your hand. Power of the Holy Ghost. Power of the Holy Ghost. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you have a blood issue, HIV, Wati, Wati, or you're near somebody who has it, put your hand on them right now. Leukemia, blood issues, high blood pressure, blood, any blood related disease. God is healing you right now. 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 Power of the Holy Ghost. 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 God is delivering you. Be delivered. Be delivered. Be delivered. Be delivered. Be delivered. Be delivered. There is somebody here. You're a lady. You've been having a very bad body odor. Your body. God is delivered. You're not going to smell it from today. And one day you'll come and testify. Swelling has disappeared. Where was it? Yeah. It was there. What was it like? Um, like a goiter. They told me I was developing goiter. Now it's not there. I can't feel it. <laughs> hey, yeah. Goiter is gone. Somebody clap for Jesus. Somebody clap for Jesus. How long has it been there? Mm. around April. Now it's not there. I can't feel it. Somebody clap for Jesus. Somebody clap for Jesus. Clap for Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's somebody here. You're a lady. Something comes at night. Usually from 8, 9 p.m. And hits you in a way you just find yourself in a sleep that is uncontrollable. You, 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 even if you're not tired, the sleep hits you and you just immediately fall asleep and you wake up like at two or three. When you're very tired, come. I want to pray for you now. Quickly. 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 Praise the Lord. Don't worry. The rest of us, we've not yet prayed. I hope you know that. I have only five minutes old. Or a few. You're the one? Come. Even you. Stand there. Make a line. Don't worry. We are going to have a general prayer. But I need to minister to some people right now. Raise your hands. Put up your hands. Loose. Devil loose. Loose. In the name of Jesus. Loser. 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 That's witchcraft. That's witchcraft. For you, it's even death. I rebuke it from the root in the name of Jesus. Lose her. 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 Lose! Lose! In the name of Jesus. Lose! In the name of Jesus. Lose. 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 Lose! Go. 
go, 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 in the name of Jesus, lose her, 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 in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, the rest of us, just raise your hands and start speaking other tongues. If you don't have a tongue, speak in any other language. Speak into your life, speak into your future, speak into your destiny, lose her. You spirit of death, I command you to lose her. You spirit of infirmity, I command you to lose her. Loose. 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 It's done. Loose. Have you ever? Is this the first child you're having? Have you ever had a miscarriage? I want to pray for you. Father, we refuse and cancel any form, any plan of the enemy to lose a child in Jesus' name. Amen. Start to speak upon your future. Say, I build and I will live in. I plant and I will eat thereof. I'm more than a conqueror by Christ who strengthens me. Jele marando robo kusetele mighty name we've prayed and believed. Amen. Somebody speak in other tongues. Somebody speak in other tongues. Father, I thank you. Somebody speak in other tongues. 
I pray for your career in the name of Jesus. I curse that affliction. I command it to loose in the name of Jesus. 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 Now I want you to raise your hands as I declare these words. I decree in the name of Jesus that you are a success going in, that you are a success going out, that you are a success in the city, that you are a success in the country, that everything of yours is blessed, that your children are blessed, that your marriage is blessed, that your relationship is blessed, that your ministry is blessed in the name of Jesus Christ. Your vision is blessed in the name of Jesus Christ. Now I want you to listen to me. As your hands stay up. There are people here who have been struggling with witchcraft. 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 Right now in the name of Jesus. We command every spirit of witchcraft. Leave. Start bringing them in front. God is delivering power. 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 Bring that lady in blue. Power. Power. There's a lady, even her aunt said with a confession from her mouth that she will never get married. Really. I just saw a lady in the name of Jesus. This is the one. Lose her now. Lose her now. Lose her now. Lose her now. In the name of Jesus. There is a girl here. You're a lady too. You dreamt a few days ago when they were removing a ring from your finger and that was an attack on your marriage. I cast it from the root. Loose. Loose. Bring them here. 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 There are people they used to cut and they put blood of animals in your body. In fact, I see somebody they cut you in the back. Here, in the back of your neck. God is delivering you right now. Bring them here. Bring them here. Bring them here. Bring them here. They somebody they sent witchcraft on your hands. You used to work. Things were successful. From the day they sent those things, your hands no longer work. Don't worry. If you're the one, the power of God is going to come upon you. Power of the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost we release your hands right now in the name of Jesus we release your feet right now let them be released right now in the name of Jesus there's somebody here at night something comes and it strangles you be delivered right now in the name of Jesus it sits in your throat there's a gentleman here at night a thing comes in a, in a form of a woman and it sits on your chest. Come. 
I want to lay hands on you. Come, don't fear. You had a dream. It's like a woman. It would come and sit on your chest. There's a gentleman here. Where are you? Come, come, come. Where is he? Where is the gentleman? There's a gentleman. She thinks it comes like a woman. And it sits on your chest. Hurry, very quickly. I want to tell you exactly what is wrong with you. Are you the one? Come. Give me your hands. Everything you do has been dying. But God today delivers you. Today God delivers you. And that strange woman is not coming back again in your life. Receive it. Receive it. You too? Come. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Loose. 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 Put him down. Loose. In the name of Jesus. Come here. Come here. My heart needs Loose. Loose. In the name of Jesus. Lose him. Devil lose him. Go. In Jesus mighty name. He will not die. 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 In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. There's somebody here. You had a dream a few days ago. And in the dream you were sick. And you woke up and fell sick. But you, you don't know what is disturbing you. Even if you go to the doctors. They can't find it. Come. Come and stand here. Quickly. Come and stand here quickly, 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 quickly. Come here, quickly. Come here. Come here. Come. You can imagine it began from a dream. Give me your hands. This is witchcraft. Loose her. Go. Loose him. Now. Go. And never should you come back again. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lose him now. Now. Wait. Do you do you sometimes feel uh sometimes in the night do you wake up and you feel like sweat? Sweat and a lot of pains in my hands. Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. God is delivering you right now. Now. That's witchcraft. That's witchcraft. And I even know who did it. But God judges it. And the person who did it, in a few days you're going to know. You're going to know. Come, I'll tell you a sign. That's a sign. You too? Bring your hands. Loose. Go! 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 In the name of Jesus. Loose. 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 In the name of Jesus, tell your neighbor, which, yeah, 
I speak healing for your dad and deliverance. Receive it for him. Receive it for him. In Jesus' mighty name. Ungodly dreams are living right now. Ungodly dreams are living right now. Woman in blue. Green. Greenish. Come. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Greenish. Greenish. I see. I see. Snakes attacking you. Do you understand what I'm saying? God is going to deliver you. Raise your hands. You wickedness. Loser. Go! And never should you come back again in the name of Jesus Christ. It's done. It's done. Somebody clap for Jesus. 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 Brother in green. Yeah. Are there times you feel body weakness? Weakness in your body? Yes, you. Are there times? Come, come. Are there times in the past you felt like you don't have strength in your body? Huh? Huh? You haven't yet felt it? It's okay, let's pray for you right now. I feel there's an attack on your health, particularly weakness in the body. Weakness in the body. You've not experienced any, any of that? Okay. It's okay, we're going to pray for you. Because I don't know whether it's past or present. That's why I asked. But I see something attacking your body with bodily weakness. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. Because it's not his portion. It's never his portion. It will never be his portion to be weak because you're our strength in the name of Jesus Christ 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 in the name of Jesus there's there's a lady here you have your nails the nails of your feet they are sick they have a funny infection come they they have I've, I've seen like some nails your nails are not normal. They are not healthy. They are sick. Where is that person? There is a lady. Your, your nails. The nails of your feet are sick. Come. You're the one? Come. Come here. Come here. Give me your hands. You're going to testify very soon. I release the power that heals men. Be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Same, same thing. Yeah? Feet. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. There's somebody here. Listen. There's somebody here. You were robbed a few days ago. Hmm? Don't worry. I'm going to prefer. There's somebody here. You were robbed a few days ago. Now I want you to raise your hands and say tonight. It is the end of loss. I'm never going to be robbed again in the name of Jesus Christ. I decree and I declare that from today I'm not going to be robbed again. And wherever there's been loss, I see God say that it turns it to increase. Bring that lady. Bring that lady who just fell down. Bring her for me. No, 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 don't tell me. God knows your problem. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. I want to finish. Your nails. Be healed. Be healed. Do you have a job? Do you have a job? Are you working? 
God is going to give you a job. He's going to get you something to do. And um, don't worry, you're going to go. Don't you're going to go. God is going to open a door for you. In Jesus' mighty name. Where is the lady? Is she the one? Be healed. Now, I want to finish. If you're here and you've never given your life to Christ, come. Come. I can't pray for everyone. Pastors are going to pray for you. In the name of Jesus. I can't pray for everyone. The rest of you stay there. Pastors are going to pray for you. If you want to become born again, just give me one minute so we close this. Anybody who is not born again and you want to give your life to Christ, please come here. Come here. You're getting born again today. Come. You're getting born again? Come. My whole is in my soul. Ask your neighbor, are you born again? If they're not, send them in front. these words after me. Look at me while you say them. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart that you died and rose again. I confess with my mouth that you are Lord. Tonight, I accept you both as Lord and Savior of my life. Today, I am born again. Amen. Give the Lord a mighty The message you have just heard was brought to you by Fenero Ministries International. For more information, contact us on telephone number 041-466-4291 or email us at fenerocompala at gmail.com. You can also find us on the web at www.fenero.org. Or better still, feel free to join us every Thursday for our weekly fellowships at Uma Multipurpose Hall from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. You can also catch the live stream at livestream.com slash Fenero. Fenero. Make manifest.